All right, guys, this is Derek Sir. Talk a little business shop. Today, we're going to talk about time and billing by the hour or charging by the hour for your services. Even if you're doing an hour of a coaching and you charge $10,000 per hour, okay, um, it's better to charge per an outcome every time okay that's what people are paying for uh when you are billing out your services per hour it incentivizes bad behavior and it causes friction immediately between the client and the provider of the service the client is afraid that you are going to take advantage of time and bill as many hours as possible. And of course you will, because that model incentivizes that behavior. Why would you not bill more hours by just taking your sweet time with a project because you're incentivized to do so. Ethically speaking, that's wrong, but you have to make a living. And so if you're ethical about it, you will take 5, 10, 15, 20 times the amount of time to do something that might only take you two hours to do quite efficiently, but you'll sit there and drag it out. If you're ethical, you will sit there and work on it for 15, 20 hours and not lie on your timesheet. Most people do. Not most people. A lot of people do. Um, because they're incentivized to do so. It's so much better. If you want to build trust with your client, you say, look, this is the uncover the outcome that they want. What does a win look like for you? If we knock this out of the park, okay, what does that win look like for you? Okay. Um, and so someone that was listening to Jonathan Stark said that, um, you know, if we were to knock this out of the park, what would, what would it look like for you? And if they can't answer that, you could say, if this went horribly wrong, what would that look like? And you could derive the win from that, okay? So the thing is, um, the last thing you want to do is build by the hour. What's cool about the internet marketing space, that's the space that I come from, uh, that's not common to charge by the hour, it's very rare to see that. You see that in creative spaces like in, you know, design or coding or other kind of things. And it is an old antiquated model that simply doesn't work. It's wrong. It's, you know, think of a job and they, and even if you have a business, you don't pay people according to how long they're sitting in a chair at your at your office and punching a clock. 
This is all a waste of time. So much time is wasted keeping track of time. You can only work 20 hours. You can only work 40 hours. We charge by the hour. You get paid per hour. We're going to give you a raise per hour. Instead, get rid of all of that and say, we're going to pay you based on outcomes. We're going to pay you based on results because this rewards the correct behavior. This rewards speed. If you pay by the hour, you're rewarding slowness. Okay? If someone takes a long time, they get paid more than the guy that's much more guy or girl that's much more efficient than you and can get the same job done in a fraction of the time and maybe even better. And so you want to pay for outcomes. Okay. So if you have employees, instead of paying them per hour, consider paying them per outcome. This is why I love commission. Commission pays you based on your results. And if you can't produce results, it's easily measured. How many sales did you get? What's your conversion? Okay, you're not hitting the key performance indicators, so you're out. If you are hitting them, you stay. Very simple. Okay, it's the keep what you kill model. And it's good because you can quickly have an A team. You can't have an A player, you, you can't have a team of A players that are getting paid per hour, okay? But if you have a team of people that they only get paid when they produce, then they're going to produce, okay? And you're not wasting money. When you pay people per hour, you are literally throwing money out the window, so any business that I would talk to and they have a bunch of employees, I would, let, I would encourage them to quickly change the model, change their pricing. And they might have to let go of staff. Now, there are some positions. For example, you have human resources and other things like this. You can still have KPIs for that. Okay. Um, but at the end of the day, you might have a base pay. And instead of having it per hour, you want to have the next best thing on the rung of payment is salary. Okay. So this way, whether they go, you don't have to count hours, whether they go under or over or whatever it is. Okay. Now you have to look at laws and be like, look, just, you know, um, you, can't work over 40 hours or whatever it is because there are certain laws in place where you're required to whatever. So look at that and make sure, look at the laws in your area. But at the end of the day, once you have that squared away, I recommend paying everyone a salary. Okay. Um, now, salary is a little dangerous too because salaries can you have to have a stepped approach to salary where you have a base salary and then you incentivize the increase of that salary and it could be on a weekly basis based on the outcomes 
How quick and efficient are they able to get the job done? Okay. If they're a janitor and they have a salary, does it take them five hours to clean the building or three? And how clean is it? So there are measurable key performance indicators you can look at to measure the performance of the people that are working for you, okay? But pricing and paying your staff, okay? So when you are paying your staff, you pay them per, you pay them per, for performance. When you are selling your services, you bill for performance. And I don't believe in billing a customer, rather getting paid up front whenever humanly possible because you don't have two jobs. You're not a debt collector and XYZ professional, okay? I don't know where it happened where people feel like they can't trust. If they're going to do business with you, they have to trust you. If they feel like you're going to take the money and run, you shouldn't be doing business. If they believe that, if they think you're capable of that, if they think if they believe that you would even consider that, why would you do business with them? Okay. Um so if it is a large project, you can have a structure where you're like, look, this is based on performance. You're going to put a down payment, which is going to give me a budget that will give me enough profit to be able to actually have the resources to complete. Out of my profit, I'm going to use the money out of my profit to actually complete the, the job that you are hiring me to accomplish, to give you the outcome that you desire, okay? And so when you're pricing, it is your job to price at a level where your profit is enough that you don't, like Blair N says, where you don't have to do fine math. If you're working on a razor's edge of profitability okay then that's a problem okay you want your profit to be comfortable and how you get a comfortable profit is by providing a superior service it really starts with the quality of your product the quality of your product will attract quality clients okay so at the end of the day, guys, um, I know that a lot of you on my audience um, may not be facing, if you're doing internet marketing, you're not usually facing the hourly model, okay? And if you are, you need to stop it, knock it off. This construct that people made of the billable hour, okay? People think in these terms when they leave a job and start a business, they start thinking, what should I charge per hour for my coaching? What should I start for charge per hour for building a website for someone? Stop doing that. Knock it off. 
You know, when I started helping people, they had an issue of the mind, not naming the topic here. You can look me up online and find out what that niche was. But essentially, I charged per outcome. Okay. The reason I did that is for a number of reasons. One, you get the money out of the way. I don't have two jobs. Okay. I'm not a debt collector and and an expert in XYZ. Okay. So if you get the money out of the way by getting paid up front, they're not worried up and thinking about the next bill that's coming out. It's already paid, it's done. Now they're thinking about the outcome. And so are you. You're not thinking about are they gonna make the next payment? all this other stuff. So you see these schemes where, which I really hate, which is when people offer payment plans and they're offering a up to, you know, one time upfront fee, let's say it's $2,000 or four or five payments of $500. It's like, wait a minute, if I'm doing payments, you're going to, if I can't afford your upfront service of $2,000, you're going to punish me by making me pay an extra $500 because I don't have enough money, right? That doesn't build a lot of goodwill. Of course, they do that because they're trying to encourage you to pay the one-time fee up front. But instead of having payments, okay, um, just have the upfront price. If you have payments, then have it equal uh, what the service is. Now, I know that sounds very foreign to you. Like, wait a minute. Well, because we both, we, you and I say, I'm just talking to you personally. We both know that if the payments equal the big amount, most people will choose the payment and it is the tendency in human nature for people to stop making payments or you'll have to chase them. Okay. And so, of course, you're going to try to charge a little bit more. But think about it. Even if you're charging a little bit more, adding an extra payment or charging a larger, you know, if it's a $2,000 product and you're breaking it down into payments, you're still not getting your full price. And you still have to chase them for the next payment. You still have all the same problems. Even though you're using that as a discouragement for them to take the payment option. Okay. You still have all the same problems. You might get a little bit more cash collected up front. But at the end of the day, you still have the same problems. Okay. Payments are a pain. If you're... If you are uh, working with someone or if someone says, hey, you know, do you offer a payment plan? I, I don't. But what you can do is put a payment, you can put a deposit down and I will hold your spot and, and it's a non-refundable deposit. And when you save up or you can make payments, and then once you're paid off, like a layaway system, once you're paid off, then we'll start. That's a reasonable way to accept payments because you are not rendering services and you do not start rendering services 
until they're paid up. So they're paid up front in two ways. One is they can pay up front and get the full amount and get started immediately, or they can do a layaway system where they make payments to you until they're paid up, and then you start delivering the service, okay? That way you can keep the payments equal to the actual price and not punish them for not having enough money, okay? And not using it as a deterrent, which is a horrible way. Now, do I, am I saying it doesn't work? No, of course it works. Everyone and their mother's doing it. I hate it. I think it's disgusting, you know, because you literally are, if someone has to choose the payment option, it's because they don't have enough money and you are penalizing them for not having enough money, which is not fair. So at the end of the day, treat people the way you want to be treated. So just do a layaway system. And it gives your offer a different feel and spin to it. Like, oh, cool, I could do a layaway. So that way you're not chasing them for payments because you haven't provided any service. So at the end of the day, um, you can even collect the money. If they change their mind, you can give it back because you haven't started delivering on the product. You get rid of that problem as well. Say they make half of the payments and then they stop. Well, you haven't started on their project yet. And if they change their mind, here's your money back. No problem. We haven't done anything yet. So that solves a huge problem. I recommend that if you're going to do payments, that you do a layaway system. No problem, we accept payments. We'll accept payments until you're paid off and then we'll start your project. If you need to do payments, if that's the only way you can afford it, no problem. This will lock in your spot. If we have a certain number of spots, this will lock in your spot. And once you're paid off, then we'll start your project, okay? And if you want it to be started right away, the price of the speed, right? If you need it now, you need to pay up front now. And so you need to get creative, whether it's getting a hold of someone that has funding that's willing to lend it to you. Now, I'm not a huge fan of that either because people... Uh, if someone else pays for them, they usually don't have skin in the game, so to speak. So the results can suffer. But at the end of the day, the reality is some people need help. And that's okay. Just do a layaway system. That way they can pay the same price that everyone else is paying. You just don't start delivering until the final payment is made. And that way... You don't care if they don't make the next payment. You know, it just take your time, pay whatever you do. We haven't started on, you know, we haven't started on your account. It's just, it's just a placeholder. You know, it's not taking any of our time. We just hold them. We take the payment and put it aside. You know, once you're paid up, then we'll start. So it just depends on when you want the service to be delivered for you. So I just wanted to kind of start this dialogue with you guys and help you to understand 
hourly billing is garbage. In most applications, it is garbage. Okay? Billing for outcomes. Now, a lot of people like to say, I charge $10,000 per hour because it makes them feel cool and feeds their ego. Um... But at the end of the day, what value are you, what value could you possibly give someone in an hour? Right? You can give them some key concepts and some cool little insights and all this other stuff. But the only people that are really truly going to get major benefit from that and maybe, you know, are people that are really already successful because successful people have the mindset to take nuggets from a short conversation and actually turn it to millions. Whereas a newbie or a intermediate marketer, if you will, in this, if we're talking about marketing, they're not, they need more handholding. They need reinforcement. They need accountability so when you're doing coaching, as an example, time matters. And they need time to understand things, to get things, and to, you know, did you do your homework? No, I didn't. Okay, well, we have nothing to talk about until you do that homework. So take the next week and do that and call me next week, right, as an example. But the thing is, guys, I'll tell you, when I did my coaching program, I didn't do payments. If I did, it was extremely rare. Um, and they would pay almost all of it up front. Or they would put a non-refundable deposit for a few weeks. And then if they wanted to continue, they needed to pay the rest. Or we didn't work together. You need to find people that can afford what you're selling so that you don't have to do payments. And if you want to do payments, then you can have a layaway model to do that. And that will solve a lot of problems. And the person will be working towards and earning. It, it creates this psychological thing where if you make a one you know, a tiny payment and you get access to everything that someone that paid full price, they don't psychologically, it's not, it's worth that first payment to them. Believe it or not. Like they're kind of looking at it that way. Oh, it's $2,000. But if I pay 500, I get full access to it. Well, it's worth 500 to them. And the person that paid 2000, it'd be worth 2000 to them. Outcomes will be different because price changes the mindset. It changes how a customer approaches it, and it changes the quality of that customer or reveals the quality of that customer, rather. So you want to have a quality customer. If a customer is willing to sit there and make payments and wait until it's saved up, then they are showing a level of maturity okay that is showing that they really want what you have and they're trusting you you only want to work with clients that trust you so they're making those payments and once they're paid up then you start the job 
then you start helping them with the outcome that they're paying you for. So I hope this uh, little start can start the engine in your mind and give you some creativity, give you a little uh, set of ideas, a little food for thought, all right? So we'll talk soon, and God bless, as always.